Hey everyone, it's Wags here at Lambo Leap Podcast. Boy, this was a, a tough one to uh, get together and record, but um, nevertheless, uh, we've got just a glimmer of hope here for for the rest of this season. And Dane and I talked about what what needs to change and how we can see a path to you know getting the Packers back into the playoffs so um, sorry for the delay I know several of you had contacted us and were wondering where the the pod was since we have been sharing that a day after but it was uh, it was tough to to get motivated to get together and and, and talk about this game um, just a, a tough game and um, I'm sure you're all feeling that frustration as well so really appreciate you listening and um, as always send us your your thoughts um, you can email us at lambo leap podcast at gmail.com or follow us or uh, send us a note on Twitter it's at lambo leap pod on Twitter or Lambo Leap Podcast on Instagram. So thanks for listening, thanks for following, and go Pack Go! Hello and welcome to another edition of Lambo Leap Podcast. Uh, this is Wags and I do have Dane here. Hey. And uh, it's, a, it's a day late uh, to be recording and, and sharing our thoughts, but honestly after after this one yeah. uh we we really needed an extra day and i don't know if if we're gonna have uh long enough to to get over this but it, i don't think we have a choice do we dan i don't think so uh i don't think so either we are um we are definitely on the outside looking in on the rest of the season um an optimist would say that we still have three games against division rivals and uh, that if we run the table, so to speak, that we could uh, find our way into this, uh, into the playoff picture. But um, I, th- I and Wags, I'm curious to hear what you think about it. But I really thought that we had the Seahawks uh, in in our grasp the entire game. I thought uh, talent wise, we have a better football team. Uh, we we started out hot, uh, missed field goal, but I, I thought the defense started out hot. I thought the offense. Um, you know, we had 21 points, should have been 24 points in the first half, but somehow we found a way to lose this one. And, and in a, a, not only against a team that I, I do think is a, a little less talented than us, but in that moment with the season, not necessarily on the line, but pretty darn close to being on the line to lose that one away and to continue our, uh, our road trip woes on a short week, um, that one really hurt. Yeah, it does, and 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 it's it's tough. This is just to be a little bit down. I, I know that we sound a little bit down about about things, but um, yeah, it, 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 here's the thing: if we 
um, need to to win out. That's that's clearly what needs to happen. Even even at that, uh, we'd need a little bit of help. Right. Um, but I, I don't know. I just haven't seen anything from this team that gives you the sense that that's that's a realistic thing to uh, happen. Um, but I, I guess we'll have to just just see. It would be nice to have a little bit more urgency. That just seemed to be missing, mm-hmm. um, uh, particularly in this game. Um, they start off, you know, huge um, play defensively. Huge. Um, yeah. come, come right out, smash them in the mouth, um, get up 7 nothing. And you just think, here we go. This is it. This is the this is the game that we get things going. Mm-hmm. And even even with the Seahawks making uh, a run and coming back and taking the lead in, uh, briefly in the second quarter, um, to respond right away, yeah. right before the half, just right down the field, um, a lot of of, of Rogers to Jones. Um, that's exactly what we wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at the same time. Um, you're 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 right. Um, to be that flat in the second half, um, I I kept pleading, uh, take advantage of those opportunities in the third quarter. Yes. Uh, all I wanted was one touchdown. And the amazing thing is, is that I mean we don't know that changes the game flow, but mm. um, I, I mean it, it really may have been all they needed was one touchdown in that. Uh, third or fourth quarter and and they win this game you're right and and we tweeted this out during the game uh but it it, i think it it bears worth mentioning some of the play calling on third and short it boggles my mind i felt like they were looking for chunk plays consistently in the third and fourth quarters instead of taking the four-yard route taking the five-yard route uh, we saw on on a number of plays where uh, they need three yards and the wide receivers are breaking in their routes in the seven-yard range before we get into that can i just address one elephant in the room please so that last third and two play with rogers skipping the ball uh at uh, mvs's feet Mm mm-hmm uh, I get the frustration. Rodgers has to complete that pass. Mm-hmm. Um, he even said after the game, uh, that's a pass I complete 100 out of 100 times. Um, I don't love that he kind of also threw in a slight excuse of saying the ball stuck to his hand. Um, but anyway, he knows he needed to complete it. He took accountability mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever uh, whatever you'll say about the excuse. Um, there's, I'm a little bit... Um, surprised i guess maybe not it perhaps it's just some of the psychology of sports which could be a whole other topic <laughs> all right but um i i just don't uh quite understand some of the reaction particularly from a, a few members of packer media mm-hmm. as well as i think what is uh, to be fair a minority uh, of packer fans that really feel that Aaron Rodgers is the problem. Um, I I just don't understand that. I'm not sure if it's because 
you know, uh, if you're media, you feel like you have to have a corner. Um, right, right. And I, we're not media guys, so no. I, I'm not going to call out any one particular uh, member of Packers media because um, it's not like they're all taking that corner. But mm-hmm. I've been seeing and hearing a lot of that the last couple of days. I, I just don't get it. No. Um, and, and so that being said, it's it's a pass that Rodgers needs to make, obviously a critical portion of the game. Um, but – Rodgers had a perfect pass rating in the first half and was exceptional, uh, I mean, uh, in trying to make something happen. I I just don't see how he's the problem. There's one other thing that I wanted to acknowledge. Um, There's been a lot of still frame photos of the third and five, which is, is, I'm sorry, you know, I'm not, again, I don't mean to pick on anyone that's been keying on that, but... Football isn't a chessboard with still pieces right. that you move around the field. Right. Um, I literally rewind every third and short or third down mm-hmm. play that the Packers don't convert because mm-hmm. I've been so obsessive with this this whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to tell you, I rewound that play three or four times. And to me, what I'm seeing is the pocket is collapsing quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rogers' primary and probably secondary options are to his blind side, right. and that's the way he's facing on the field. And all I see when I see that still photo is um, no offense to Aaron Jones, but him not making himself available and getting in front of Rogers so that he can see that he is an option. Um, so uh, that that play happens so quickly, and I think right after that still shot that I've been seeing all over the internet, yeah. um, I, I mean, Rodgers can't simultaneously twist his body like a pretzel and hurl the ball even to though the other side of the field even though as, it seems as, like as Clark does. is bearing right. down on him. He's got to be able to make a move to step out of the way. So, That's right. um, so I, 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 I get the frustration. Sure, he was wide open, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, it's not something that can just happen it, it everything happens so quickly mm-hmm. on those plays uh, it it's it's not like he's got eyes everywhere and can contort his body in a way to complete passes um, that we can see from every camera angle on on the TV screen. That's that's right. I, I think that um, we we if uh, if we uh, had a little more advertising money, we could do PSAs about um, being wary of screenshots on social media because it's you're right. The game happens fast, and kids that, that play the the quarterback position at a very young age learn something called a progression <laughs> and I think if you're listening to uh, this podcast you know what a progression is but uh, Rogers is no different in the sense that uh, he does read a progression and you're right he um, he was looking backside he wasn't looking uh, his head was turned the other way and although Aaron Rodgers at times plays like he has eyes behind his head he doesn't actually have those and um, by the time the play materialized it was too late um, but I do have to to say, speaking of materializing plays, um, on these third downs, the so yeah, so let's time, segue back to that. And I just wanted no. to address the 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 point. I so I'm sorry. Aaron Rodgers is not the problem. Thank I you. think that's the, the fair to say. And I and and you know, looking at these third down plays, these these they're so drawn out. I thought everybody watching at home. And everybody in the stadium, the opposing team's coaching staff, they knew on third down, pin the ear back, 
because and have those defensive linemen, those linebackers come hard at Rodgers because it was going to be a five to seven step drop. Uh, there had not been any quick slants. There had not been any get the ball out of your hand quick plays on third down, and they were just teeing up on Rodgers. And I cannot blame the offensive line for these sacks, although they're going to get some of the blame because the plays just took way too darn long to develop. Yeah, and the thing is, is there aren't short yardage passing plays in the playbook. Right. Um, it's or I'm sorry, it's not like there isn't short yardage right. pass plays in the p- playbook. Um, I'm specifically uh, remember um, after uh, St. Brown had that costly um, block in the back that negated a, a yeah. nice run, um, and that might have been the drive that we go down and score the yeah, touchdown. Yeah, it felt like it, right? Go up by yeah, and you know, again, we don't know what would happen there, but um, it just felt like that was a huge missed opportunity. So um, holding their back, back, they're backed up. Um, and on the next play, it's first and 20, and um, uh, they call a little um, slip, like not really a slip screen, more of just a, a quick pass out mm-hmm. to Devontae in the flat, and there was no room to do anything, and Devontae made four yards out of nothing. Right. Um, and honestly, um, that's not a great play uh, for a third and a short, but I would feel much better about our chances if they were calling a play like that yes. on third and two or third and four uh, than what they have been doing. So, I, I, and, and the funny thing is, is now you're, you need 20 yards and they're calling that play. That was really a Mm-hmm. honestly a, a bad play call for that down in distance <laughs> right. um so i just don't really quite understand um what the game plan was um so those third those third downs um it's been it's not like this was just a a problem that cropped up this week right um they were th- three for 11 i believe on third down and one of those it was just all rogers and Devontae adams right. on the bomb down the field right and um so that's not like it was a well-designed play call no. um so um and, and then was was the pass to tanyan was that a third down or was that a second down play i, I don't remember for sure I, but i uh, i don't recall but i i've got to think that that was a third down play don't quote me on that but if felt like it to me because that was kind of a a heave up moment if I remember right like we didn't have another shot at that sure and um and and so it's it's incredible to me that uh, you know you've got uh Rogers just pulling plays out of his you know what and um and and we're basically then one for nine on on every other mm-hmm. third down if if we're accounting those correctly. So um, and yeah, Graham got hurt, but we haven't been utilizing him That's correctly in third downs all That's season. That's a thing. It didn't matter. Yeah, right. um, we've got you know is St. Brown. Um, he's a young guy, but he's a big target. Um, I, you know, so I, I well, in his hands, you saw that catch. He had absolutely. that one, like 16 yard catch down the, down the, down the sideline there. It was my goodness. Yep. And, and you've got Jones and even Williams as, as, uh, as threats out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't understand what's happening with these third down, uh, situations. Um, they, they don't run the ball at all on third down, <laughs> right. um, which you, you know, I, I get historically, that's always been a Rodgers down. You don't want to take the ball out of his hands when you mm-hmm. want to try to convert and, and move the sticks. But 
the way that they're playing right now, um, if it's third and seven, I would almost rather them run the ball. Um, I, I know that it's a little bit ludicrous to be saying that mm-hmm. um, and maybe a little bit, you know, reactionary, but um, I, I just don't understand um, it's why the plays are taking so long mm-hmm. and why um, Rodgers is getting sacked so frequently on those third and, and fairly short yardage situations. Yeah, and I, I, I agree. I I was sitting on my couch watching this football game um, yelling that uh, we needed to get Mike Holmgren, who was in the building that night, a phone so he could call some West Coast offense plays on those third downs because um, <laughs> some of those some of those quick quick throws, I was I was like, where's Antonio Freeman? Let's get a quick slant. Let's make a catch. Let's get a first down. Um, but uh, you know, go looking at looking ahead, looking at at this team. I, I'm I've got some real concerns as we we've uh, already touched upon, but uh, there are quite a few costly injuries during that game. I, I read last night that uh, Jimmy Graham now is going to be out for a number of weeks with a thumb injury. Uh, I haven't seen an update on Mike Daniels, uh, but it just felt like the the body count. Uh, as far as injuries concerned, continue to pile up, and I, I just doesn't seem like we have a lot of folks uh, coming to the rescue this year. And for them to right this ship, I think that there needs to be a significant correction in some play calling uh, to put Aaron Rodgers in the right position to win some football games. Yeah, um, and and I think just to to uh, you know basically sum up everything, the the number the biggest thing that is is so frustrating is is not only those those third down play calls but i i just don't understand what their game plan was mm-hmm. particularly in the second half offensively mm-hmm. um to only rush the ball 12 times is downright criminal yes um jones only got five touches in the second half and we only ran 22 plays in the second half <laughs> um and yeah part of that is because they couldn't convert any third downs right but well you're looking at a Seattle team they they did actually I thought a pretty solid job of stopping the run in the first half um but uh Rodgers was just so hot it really didn't matter mm-hmm. um but I, the the plays that they were calling it was they, they passed the ball on first down of every series except for the first series of second half mm-hmm. um I I made note of that and I, I just don't quite understand what they were trying to do um, with their game plan because you've got a Seattle defense that is not good against the run this year. Right. You're on the road in a loud environment, and you're winning most of that ball game. Um, they're playing like they were down two touchdowns right. for most of that ball game, And we all knew what was coming, right? Again, that's what I think it, it all comes back to is, uh, yeah, we watch a lot of Packer football, but felt like every single time the ball was snapped, it's like, well, first down, looks like we're going to throw it again. And, and it didn't make sense. And the, we just, we could not establish a flow in the second half whatsoever. And to me, that points to adjustments being made by Seattle and the Packers either being too stubborn or not capable of making adjustments on the fly in the second half to win the football game. Sure. Um, so... In in any event, I I I am very frustrated, Dane. I know you're very frustrated, Packer Nation. I know you're very frustrated. Um, uh, there's a lot of a lot of frustration and, yeah. and pointing fingers and blame to go around. 
Um, so uh, what, what what do you think happens from here? Is this is this a team that can you know galvanize themselves and come together, or um, you know not to to be even more down, or, or are they at the point where they're looking around and uh, realize they're probably playing for uh, very well, maybe playing for a lame duck coach, mm-hmm. and yeah, in, in as a professional uh, player, you want to keep going out there and playing hard in that situation because then a new coaching staff, you know, they're going to be looking at the the film very closely right. to see who plays hard and who's professional in that situation and who isn't. Um, but at the same time, um, it just um, it doesn't seem like that urgency, that cohesiveness. Um, dare I see that chemistry? has been there all year. So um, is there, is there uh, not to, you know, uh, use the word hope, uh, yeah, because I know right. Rogers wasn't too happy to hear that question, yeah. uh, but um, is there is there any hope for you that uh, that we can see something come together here? Uh, um, so I, I watch this team and the, what makes this team a little different than some past Packer teams that got hot uh, in, in through my, my lens at least is that losing these close games, the way they've lost them, it it doesn't look like the teams that I've seen in the past. I, I honestly do believe we are witnessing the end of the Mike McCarthy era in green Bay. Uh, It doesn't, appear like the players are responding to the coaching staff the same way that they had in the past. Uh, I I hope and hope and hope that uh, they they uh, prove uh, us wrong, but this is a team that has been incredibly inconsistent and uh, a team that doesn't seem to be able to put it together on the road. Uh, they, they, they aren't winning road games this season. And uh, we go to Minnesota uh, after after uh, some time off here uh, since the short week. But um, looking at the team up and down, there's a lot of talent. I really do think that there's a lot of talent there. And that's what actually makes me a little bit more nervous is I, I think this team is more talented than teams of the last couple of years. I really do. I agree. Um, yeah. They have more talent. I think the defense is coming together. They have their moments of letdown. But I think overall, I do think that we're seeing a team on the defensive side get better. But I do think offensively, um, through very little to no fault of Aaron Rodgers, I, I can't say that enough. But I and but I, I made this point during the game. The Chiefs have uh, a seemingly very talented quarterback, a really talented running back, uh, a phenomenal wide receiver, and one of the top tight ends in the game. I feel like the Green Bay Packers have the best quarterback in football a very talented running back, a top 10 wide receiver, and a very talented tight end. And I really do like our offensive line. So I don't understand why our offense doesn't seem to be able to play at an even remotely similar level to a Kansas City Chiefs team at this point. And I'm not saying that it's a mirror image. I'm not saying that they're the same kind of guys on each side, but I see the recipe for success around the NFL, and I feel like the Packers have the parts but haven't been able to put it together this season. Yeah, um, I completely agree with you. And um, that comes back to what we've we've been sort of harping on since we started – started chatting a little bit here and um you 
from the beginning we've said you you've been the the McCarthy supporter and, and that's and that's 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 fine um and I I've, I've never been the McCarthy supporter um you know the the, the little things that he's just never been able to get a grasp on are, are what are what I I have always had such an issue with um and we saw it again this week with his um poor clock management um his indecisiveness in a critical situation on fourth and short um and um i'm sorry coach mccarthy but you do not know better than everyone else Mm -hmm. and when you sit up there in the post-game press conference and say um that the numbers say to punt in that situation you just sound completely ludicrous Mm -hmm. it's a it's it's dismissive of the fact that uh now there's so much more information from an analytics standpoint um not not just with smart media but with fans that really Mm -hmm. understand how the game is supposed to be played and uh never mind just the fact that you have to be able to be um situationally aware um and the way that that game was being played at that point the defense was playing so with such heart but they were gassed Mm -hmm. they were just gassed uh and dane i i just don't understand how he can just can stand up in front of everyone and act like he knew better yeah. uh, and how dare we question him <laughs> in that situation yeah. when he has proved time and time and time again that he does not have a clue how to handle the clock and handle his timeouts. Um, and so for that reason and that reason alone, uh, he needs to accept accountability and uh, he has to really uh, understand that uh, what he's trying to accomplish is not uh getting the job done mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and i will i will always say that i think that uh, that mike mccarthy is a talented coach uh but i am as this season is worn on and uh, and a, a bit last year as well i thought that what we started to see and and i know i'm in the minority on this one because a lot of people have been calling for him to to be gone for a lot longer than than that um but I think the great tragedy of Mike McCarthy is um, not that he is a, a poor coach, but that he has uh, extreme stubbornness to change whatsoever because it worked once. And uh, But the game changes. And uh, to your point about the uh, fourth and two and talking about the numbers, um, that kind of flies in the face to game flow and how a football game is played. Every game is just a little bit different, and the difference between good to- coaches and great coaches are the ones that can read the room and can read what's happening on the field and make adjustments on the fly and not look just at analytics, but look at where they are in the game at that moment and, and decide, is this the time uh, that a team needs to come together and, and fight for a season that's on the line. The thing is, is that the the amazing thing is, is that the analytics say it's 50-50 to go for it in that situation on that portion of the field yeah. with average uh, quarterbacks. Uh, and and so, yeah. um, I mean, it, it's, it's just absurd that he could sit up there and say uh, the numbers uh, said to, to punt. Right. Um, it, it doesn't take into account that 
Uh, there was only four minutes left in that game. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. only had one timeout. Um, he even acknowledged the fact that uh, Daniels and, and Clark were, were hurt, mm-hmm. questionable to return. Um, it's just incredible. And then to top that off, he admitted, he admitted, Dane, that they mm-hmm. almost took their last timeout to talk about whether mm-hmm. they should go for it on fourth down. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they use they use timeouts like Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and, and it's just stunning to me um, that uh, he can sit up there and talk about these things like um, like he knows better uh, and that no one else could ever be correct. And, and it's laughable when the uh, opposing coach, uh, Carroll, and then their defensive coordinator uh, said they were so relieved and right. thrilled when they punted the of ball in that were. situation. Yeah, of course they were. <laughs> and, yeah. I mean, you can tell a lot yeah. about a decision uh, when, when that happens. So, um, you know, uh, uh, here's the thing. Um, that was kind of, that's the big question that's been sort of um, on everybody's mind, what everybody's been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, going back to Coach McCarthy overall, um, you know, it's it's how many close games they have lost and how many games that Rodgers has had to, uh, to, to win for them to protect the, uh, and overcome some of those deficiencies. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what it always, I think that always comes down to coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, so we wouldn't have to have Belichick uh, as our coach right now. Uh, would it be a, could it be, a, would it be a stretch in your mind that um, a different to let's just say any above average coach um right now would have this team at closer to um minimally uh six seven wins right now i i mean i i i could you could go through multiple games this year where you just point to you know two three decisions that vikings ram seahawks right vikings ram seahawks and, and that, it doesn't it's not hard right. uh, there's probably more to be quite honest no but those you. are the three that were tight games where where uh you know it what were uh two losses and a tie where I think that uh, I, I really think that there's an argument to be made that with this talent on the team and the way the game was going, we, we very well could have and should have won all three of those games. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, you don't necessarily win every game you're supposed to. No. And that's fine. That, that still allows for losses to the Redskins and the Lions um, and, and the pa- Patriots for that matter, that if they play a cleaner game mm-hmm. and they, you know, minimize some of the mistakes right. and a lot of the mistakes in those games were on the players so you can't really blame the coaches right. uh, but at the same time um, when you look at the totality of the preparation and what goes into yes. making sure that we're playing a clean um, game and it's a well coached and disciplined team um, those are all games that they could have won too this coaching staff has the uh, ultimate all-time mulligan in Aaron Rodgers he can make other mistakes look like not mistakes at the end of the game because of the sheer talent uh, and ability that he has. He's the greatest quarterback I've personally ever watched. And if you have a losing record 10, 11 games in the year with uh, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, or an Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he's a little banged up, but he's still Aaron Rodgers, then um, just imagine what this coaching staff is doing this season without Aaron Rodgers. They're not winning a game. Yep. So, Dane, um, I I don't want to keep – you know, hitting my head on the wall on this discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we we talked a little earlier. I asked you if, if you think we have any magic in us, um, any hope. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I guess I will say we've seen this story before. Maybe it, too many times. Maybe too many times. Mm-hmm. Um, and boy, this is going to be tough. But um, you know what? Let's uh, strap on the chin straps mm-hmm. and let's see what can happen uh, next week against the Vikings. Um, you come out of there. I, I, <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, you come out of there with a win. Yes. And you, you're, you're now uh, ahead of the Vikings, essentially, in controlling your own destiny. Right. Uh, and you're still chasing the Bears, but the Bears got have a few tough games left on the schedule, mm-hmm. um, and uh, including the Green Bay Packers. Including the Packers. That's right. Um, and uh, the the schedule does lighten up a little bit here for after this Vikings game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as inconsistent as we've seen this team be all year, it's it looks like there's a chance that if somehow we can can get out get out of uh, Minneapolis with the win, yes, uh, it's not inconceivable to to see if we could make a little bit of a run here. Then we I the the we have an opportunity if we can beat this Minnesota team uh, next week, uh, we have uh, at least an opportunity to go ten five and one. We do, right. um, and uh, going to Chicago and getting a win mm-hmm. uh, won't be easy. But if that's a game that's for all the marbles, mm-hmm. I like my chances uh, in a Rodgers versus Tubisky matchup, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do, and I don't want to get too far out ahead of ourselves <laughs> here because we still got Kirk Cousins this week and an incredibly talented Vikings team. We do, but um, but you know, it, this is it. This is for the season this right is. now. The, Every the game is for up. the season, to be honest with you, but. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess all I'm trying to say is that um, uh, if 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 somehow uh, there's that galvanizing moment that Rogers is looking for, it's this um, week. it will not be easy. Right. Um, you can't expect that this is a game that will be favored in or I have a you know. But um, if it's ever gonna happen, here we go. This is it. Yeah, and and if anyone can do it, it's number twelve. It is. Um, so what do you say? Go pack, go. Go pack, go.